She's a Super Geek is a proud member of Misdirected Mark Productions. Listening to episode 101 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello, I'm Andy, and once again, I'm not in this week's episode. I know, I'm sad too. But instead of me, you get my co host, Senda. Yay! You also get the fabulous gnome Angela Murray, the internet famous Ryan Macklin, and the creator of Bite Me, Becky Anison, to play the conclusion of Bite Me, the emotional werewolf game that is coming to Kickstarter soon. Follow Becky on Twitter at Becky Anison for all of her wonderful content and updates on Bite Me. Our February sponsor is Girl Underground, a game by Lauren McManon and Jesse Ross. Girl Underground is for playing games that feel like Alice in Wonderland or The Wizard of Oz or any other girl gets whisked to strange place and learn things about herself movie. Each player takes turn playing the main character known as the girl and also her companions. In order to gain XP, you push against the manners of the society, which include things like young ladies must never soil their hands or clothes, and young ladies must never complain about their duties. Fight back against societal expectations with Girl Underground. It's powered by the apocalypse and is found at girlunderground.org. Kickstarter is launching in February 2019. Wait a minute, that's this month. Check our show notes for the links or go directly to girlunderground.org and sign up for info so that you can be one of the first to back this awesome game once it starts. Without further ado, let's get on to the conclusion of Bite Me. I should be going. The uh, It's your favorite. I'll be back for it, I'm sure. I left the children to go and stall. You know, you're going to have to tell that child sooner or later. The really young one, I mean. We'll see if she survives the day. We'll see if she survives the morrow. And then we'll see if she survives a conversation. Best of luck. To us all. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the pub scene now. <laughs> oh boy. Delightful. Have fun. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Just as the two dogs, real dogs, I mean, not werewolf dogs, but actual dog dogs, scoot out through the door as fast as they can after Seth couldn't stop himself and growled at the cub. Two people walk in. One of them looks a lot like old dog, but they are a woman. They're probably fairly heavily scarred, though, in the same way that he is. Not exactly the same way, but this is, this is another person who has seen battle, which looks quite unusual. On a well, it looks that that level of kind of scarring on a looks quite unusual on anybody, but it does make her quite a striking figure as she comes into this pub. Although you notice this pub is slowly losing patrons at a quite a fast pace. You know her name is Jericho Chance, and she has got somebody with her who is a man who is much much smaller than she is. She's a very tall woman, so she's got a man with her who walks slightly behind her, much, much smaller than she is, and just has a sort of a hooded look about his eyes. And when he walks through the door, the first thing that he does is just stares 
like proper proper stares at Desi and his eyes just don't seem to leave her at any point and if anybody gets close enough to smell him which as we have established now you have going to have to be quite close because you're not scenting each other as you should do he has the uh, scent which is quite confusing as if it's kind of constantly shifting maybe something mystical or magical about Mm. it they they scan the room they see you at the table she whispers something to him which you can't quite catch they stride over and sit down which is when pete brings you drinks as they're walking over is when i lean over to seth and just go why is he looking at me like it's super uncomfortable So you don't really know anything about your background, do you? No, not why they care about it. Seth will just lean in really close to you and whisper into your ear. It's because everybody wants a piece of you. (laughs) 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 So sitting down at your table, they're looking quite stony-faced. Pete's there, he's smiling, he's jovial, he's handing out your pints and your pork scratchings, but you, Jax, can tell that underneath it all, he is stinking of fear. As he comes over to to hand out the pints, I'll basically make eye contact with Jericho, keep her attention on me. So this is all you brought? Just you and him? She looks at Desi. She looks at Seth and slightly sneers when she looks at Seth. And she looks at you and says, I don't think I'm going to need anything more than this, do you? If you think that, then I've already got a leg up. I'm sorry, I was expecting Rene to deal with is she got something better to do yeah ouch this is just negotiation i can handle this ma's got better things she's got to take care of then the negotiation is this you either hand over that cub in the next two hours or we are coming to your farm and we will take her and on the way into the farm we will rip everything to pieces you and you and any more of your clan you've got kicking around and then we will leave how about that i think you are more full of dog shit than you usually are mongrel (gasps) she flips the table whoa 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 so many furless oh my gosh what is going on there are considerably less furless than there were but there are still some in here Jax basically tries really hard to, you know, puff up her shoulder. She steps forwards, two fingers, pointing at Chance. Why are you making a scene? You came here to us to negotiate. If you're not willing to negotiate, leave. Is that a dominate? That sounds to me like you're making a dominate move, my friend. Yes. (laughs) Roll them. Don't get a six. An eight on the dice, and I add plus, that's teeth, right? So I add plus one. Situation's mostly under your control. NPCs, of which Jericho is one, will do as you ask, but half-heartedly and might abandon it if they go away from you for too long. So what is it that you want her to do? I want her to back down and negotiate. Like, the beginning of this is all posturing. Her threatening us, us threatening her. Okay, now let's get down to the real business here. She... Composes herself a bit, turns to Pete, who is absolutely trembling in his boots, and says, Very sorry, landlord. I won't cause any more trouble. Negotiating. There's a parcel of territory to the north. We will cede it if you give us the cup. 
She names a particular area which is very familiar to you. It's got some resonance because some of your comrades are buried there. The property is valuable to us, but you know we can't give up the cub. This is the point where I lean over to Seth and go, are they negotiating about me? <laughs> Seth leans back and says, I told you, everybody wants a piece of you, right? Why are we negotiating? Do I not get a say in this? You know what? He says, you're right. You should have a say. Why don't you say something? Now. That would be a great idea. No, but what should I, I don't, what should I say? I don't know. Do you want to go with them? No. Well, maybe you should say that. I don't want to go with you. See, the cub has spoken. I wasn't under the impression that your alpha ran a democracy. No, the alpha doesn't run a democracy, but the alpha also doesn't keep anyone who doesn't want to stay. And she wants to stay with us. Maybe you would be so good as to take my terms back to your alpha and see what she says. Since you don't have any power to negotiate, right? This is a conversation between us. You're negotiating with me. And what you want is something you're not going to get. Is there another reason you came to us? Are you guys in that much trouble that you need to negotiate peace? She turns to the man sitting behind her and says, Have you got everything you need out of this conversation? He doesn't say anything, he just nods. He has not broken eye contact with the cub the entire time. Maybe you're right, maybe we should just leave. I think that's probably for the best. You can come in any time you want now, old dog. Or not. I think I'm going to wait until they leave. (laughs) That's cool. So they get up to go. This guy does break eye contact to turn around and walk out of the door. But the last thing that happens is that he turns back around, looks back at the cub again, whispers something to Jericho that you can't quite hear. And then she smiles and they go. What was that? That's a mess coming back to haunt us. Pete's coming back over. Are you okay? No, like... I'm fine. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's. Sorry about that. I don't think the table's broken. I think it's okay. It'll be fine. We'll just straighten it up. Uh, Old Dog has watched Chance and the other person actually walk away from a distance to where they couldn't actually smell him watching. Yeah, definitely. And that's when comes in. Because he didn't want to escalate the situation by showing his face. Yeah, we don't need an escalated situation there. No, no, we're gonna. I mean, no, we're gonna pace it. We're gonna have one next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah this comes in. Uh, yeah, this is. You come in. I'm distracting Seth because I've noticed that Jax is having a conversation with Pete. <laughs> I'm like drawing his attention away from that secret. Seth is pretty dumb. It's quite yeah. easy to distract him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like poke. Tell me, tell me what this is about. I'm not allowed to. I was told not to say anything to you. Oh my god. You never ever pay attention to it when you don't feel like it. Poke. I was ordered not to. What? Really? I probably shouldn't even be saying this much. That is correct. As he walks up to the table. And again, they can't smell him until he's right there, so... It's like sort of a surprise. Old dog? Come on! What is up with all of you? I just want to know. Like, clearly it's about me, so... Maybe I have the right to know what's going on. No. What? Well, nice of you to show back up. You're welcome. So they're, they're, they're going to attack. Did, did no, but they're going to attack in two hours. Then you're welcome. But they're going to attack in two hours. There was a really creepy guy who kept looking at yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know what was up with him. And then, and then she like looked at him and she was like, did you get everything you need? And he was like, yeah. And then they left. That's creepy, right? 
I mean, that's not like a normal werewolfy thing. Like, that's creepy, right? Well, as soon as normal werewolf thing comes out of your mouth, <laughs> you sort of like looks around and you're like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's pretty close by, but I, you don't think he heard. <laughs> we should we should get out of here. Fur and furless are creepy in the same way. Okay, but like he smelled funny. He's like actually like perks up his ear. Like he smelled funny like he smelled like lots of things changing and so he didn't end up identifying as any particular thing and it was weird and he kept looking at me. He did spend the whole time staring at her. As a as a quick note, old Doc does have like an old cell phone. Like he's not a Luddite. <laughs> does he have like <laughs> a flip phone? Yeah, yeah, it's not a flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a complete Luddite. He's just like 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 if you live long enough, you're gonna have to deal with technology changing. That's that's part of life. Should at some point any like the Witcher would not want to contact. Like that's a thing. Got it. But yeah, no, it's not completely. It's a, like also. It's a razor. Sometimes he has to text his like you know millennial pup to come home because <laughs> texts actually get responses. One one one. Don't you have some sort of werewolf WhatsApp up Facebook <laughs> chat thing? <sighs> yeah, we should get going. I don't really want to go with them, but like. If no, we should gonna... be going back to the farm. No, if... I know. Well, we should go, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't really want to go with them, but, like, They're if... not... You're not going with them. Well, I mean, just, if it would protect everybody else, then... No, no, you're, you're, you're better off with us. I'm pretty sure that I didn't state an option. I said you're not going with them. Now, we should be going from here. Jax... Like sort of like enough talk with the bartender. Just pay the pay the person, and we can get we can get out of here. Anybody who's particularly sharp eyed will notice the bartender won't take any money from Jacks. There'll be some sort of very polite exchange of Jacks, presumably trying to hand over some cash, and the bartender going, "No, no, no, it's always on the house for you." So anyone can notice that if they would like to. Oh, I mean, I know it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't even phase me. <laughs> uh, I'm sure at some point Old Dog is going to bring that back. Yeah, cool, cool. But old Dog does not care right now because it's more pressing <laughs> nah. things. But as soon as things relax, it's clearly <laughs> more drama that we had. So what's the next scene going to be, guys? Where, where are you going to go? What do you want to do? Gosh, there's a couple of things going on. The first is, how late in the day is it right now? Because we also need to hunt on the blue moon. You do. It's the blue moon tonight. Mm -hmm. So let's say that this happened about five o'clock in the evening, but it's summer, so and it's high summer, so it won't get proper dark until like ten thirty, eleven. Right. We have some time. You have some time. Okay. We have two hours before they potentially show up back at the Miller Farm. (laughs) I think we should probably go set up defenses. Basically, at this point, are you going back to the farm then, guys? At some point, before we're all in the car, basically Jax is going. I don't know if this. I don't know if this is quite how the 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 move the move is supposed supposed to work. But Jax, I want I want Jax to reach out to her police contacts and ask them to keep an eye out for this this woman and man that describes. Jericho and her companion enough that they might delay them a little. 
If you want information out of your contact, oh, hang on, are you using resources? Yeah, resources, which is supposed to be a plus... It's supposed to be a plus one into any role I can sweet-talk you into giving me for something related to that. So I think that if you're trying to get these NPC police people to do something they wouldn't ordinarily do, I would let you have a plus one on a role to dominate them to doing it. She doesn't necessarily want to to dominate them the way she would dominate a pack mate who's misbehaving. It's more just convince them, hey, I heard a rumor that these people may be up to no good. Can you just keep an eye out for them? They might have some drugs in the trunk. I think you probably have to go a little bit dark side um, in the sense that dominate is is dominating. So it's not kind of negotiating or parlaying. So you'd have to be kind of saying, come on, you know, you owe me a favour or... so You owe me. You can, you can dominate with emotional blackmail as well as physically if you want to do I'll that. I'll do the emotional blackmail thing. She'll, she'll contact one of the detectives that owes her something to get him onto it. We'll call uh, Detective Sergeant Singh. So I call him up. Detective Sergeant Singh here. How can I help you? Hey, Singh, it's it's Jax. I need to call in that favor that we talked about. There's uh, there's somebody. I need you to delay. What's the reason? Please tell me it's a good one. It's it's a it's a good one, but let's just say that there was a report of uh, contraband being transported uh, by this particular person. Give me the descriptions. I'll take a note. And she'll pass along the descriptions. And whereabouts were they last seen? Last seen near the howling the howling wolf. Oh, that's not too bad. I'm heading out that way anyway. Just delay them. Yep. All right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Roll me a roll. He's going to do it for you, but let's find out if something goes badly wrong. That's going to be an eight. <laughs> just a touch, just a hint of bad, a skosh. Just a little bit just of bad. Just a hint wrong. of bad. He's going to delay them. It'll be fine. Oh, boy. So you're heading back to the family farm, is that right? Uh, do we have pack pool, or is it zero? Like, what does it start at? You start with three, because that at okay. least allows you a little bit to kind of spend on assists. Right, okay. But that means you have to work to get up to the big moves. I keep imagining that we're like riding in like an old farm like pickup truck thing, right? Like Yes. And so could we just be driving back and old dog and Desi are sitting in the cab, but like Jax and Seth are sitting in the back of the truck. Yeah. Like, so let's we can do just that. have this conversation like as we're driving. Is that good? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that's I like good. it. Yeah. We can do it some other that's way, great. but like it's, it's such a, a good like we're trapped in this car for X amount of time situation. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. I'm in. All right. I'm like, I kind of want to spill, honestly, but you need to earn it. <laughs> oh my God, Ryan. First, we're driving along. It's just like awkward silence. And maybe I even like reach over and like turn the radio on for a moment and like flip through some channels and like don't find anything that I want to listen to. And so I just turn it back off. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, then I, so I give up and like turn it off and then we drive again for another couple of minutes in like complete awkward silence. So are you going to tell me about this stuff or what? Because I know that you know more than you're telling me. And like that guy like just stared at me and they want me like they were negotiating about me. Are you going to say something? It all depends on how well you roll. Yeah, let's roll some dice. <laughs> he might say nothing. 
Oh, I'm going to provoke you. Eight, nine, ten. Hey. Oh. So I'm just going to read the text of the move. Right. So when you ask a packmate a question that exposes a significant tension, roll with heart. Ten plus. You make them tell you what is going on and what is bothering them, and the packmate reveals all more than you wanted to know. So you give them a plus one tie on you and take two pack pool. So you take the tie on me. So now our pack pool is five. Awesome. Yep. As the surrogate alpha, I'll write that down. (laughs) Well, I'm writing it down too, and I'm not the surrogate alpha. You just... You should... You know what? You should write it down. Surely a surrogate alpha, you should tell someone else to write it down. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm not a trusting surrogate alpha. I've already been... I've already (laughs) been telling people what to do. I know. Let's slip a whole bunch of stuff. He doesn't want to slip. Just look, just, just, just yeah. tell me. I Do you not trust me? Do you not like me? Like, do you really, do you really want to know? Because you can't unknow this. But it's about me. Like, that is not answering my question. I mean, yes and no are the two answers to that. How question. am I supposed to know if I want to know or not? If you won't tell me anything. Yeah, I want to know. How much do you think you know about your parents? My, pa- my like like my like my furless parents like they're the people that you think are your furless parents that I think are my furless parents. Okay, well, uh, I, I guess I thought I knew a lot about them. Do you want do you want me to like list it? I mean, like no, it's not important because it's none of it is true. I mean, they loved you. I know that. How do you how, how do I, how do you how do you know that none of that is true and how would you know if they loved me or not because how would you have ever met them I never met them I would not show myself to them Excuse me Why would I do that Then you might have seen me and you've never seen me Okay now I- Witchcraft is real I- Many horrible things are real You're real even though we we so desperately hoped you would never be you ever wonder why you are drawn to paint your hair like that and why you needn't do that as a wolf? Have you ever wondered why you are so drawn to the moon and always have been? Always have been. Your biting was staged. Everything about your life has been staged. Do you really not understand what it means to be a literal child of the moon? I know only what the old books say about wolves born in moonlight, and I know just enough to be absolutely scared of what you could do. And that's why you're with us, because Rennie thought that if we could show you love, you would not commit the sort of atrocities that would have something like you do. You're talking about me like I am some kind of monster. And imagine what someone like me would think of as a monster. So nobody really likes me? They're all scared of me? People can like you and be scared of you at the same time. People can love you and be scared of you at the same time. And if you don't believe that's true, then look at my face and see that that is true of me, too. You... Chance would have you as a shackled abomination. I would rather have a surrogate granddaughter. Like, like things like, like offers to like put his arm around the cub. Right. 
It's like, like, Cub's probably crying in his, like, shoulder. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> totally just sitting there silently with tears streaming down her face. Yeah. And, like, actually, like, shows emotion of, like, kisses her forehead. It's a foolish old man's hope to never have to tell their children horrible things about the world. This isn't a horrible thing about the world, though. It, it is when you read and know what I know. No, it's just a horrible thing about me. You aren't the horrible part. There is absolutely nothing I am more sure of. And if they think they are going to take you from me, I will cover this entire county in blood. Scene. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Right there. <laughs> oh, that was some cracking role-playing there, my friends. I and- feel like... People should be checking if they've got some XP they need to tick off at this point. Because we haven't, we haven't reckoned up yet. But I'm sure you're going to have been hitting some stuff. Tell me roughly what you think that you hit your... What, what XP hits you think you got in various scenes. And I will inevitably say, yes, that sounds fine. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking the first scene, I, I was definitely teasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've done at least two lots of that. Yeah, I did it in the first scene and the second scene for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I know that I've been using the shared slang. I think everybody has. Yeah, I think we've all been on top of the shared slang. Yeah, Yeah, I think you definitely have. But it's all been human, so I think that I can't fill up anymore. We can't fill in the wolf boxes unless we've done stuff in wolf form. Correct. It's almost like someone put a slowdown mechanism <laughs> on the gaining of XP to make sure you were spending time in both forms. <laughs> what? It's like that was a thing. Crazy. I know. So that was an amazing scene. And I'm picturing Jax just in the back of the truck with Seth rolling her eyes as he's going off about right. something and completely missing this intense moment happening just behind but maybe her. Maybe like catching yep. in like the glimpse of the eye, like the holding and stuff, the physical part at the end. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, like there's like like the window thing yeah, between that's, the Because yeah. that's gotta be weird. It's kind of like yeah. the oh cra- oh 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 crap. Things are happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I've been also lying to you the whole time. I know. Which is yeah. the thing that would break my trust. Well, you know, oh, I'm great no. at that, I guess. So I think I'm going to push us for to our end fight, because I think there's clearly going to be an end fight. Old Dog gets a text message from Janet the Witch. This text message will contain the details of a location on Bodmin Moor, not inside your territory, but which would be an auspicious place to make a last stand. I want to want to throw out that it's it's also a particularly weird like occulty place because like obviously a witch would be like oh you should go here it's like well that makes sense I hope we don't have to sacrifice the pup uh, not the pup the cub yeah that, oh my god why would you that, say such a thing I said I hope not <laughs> Bodmin Moor is kind of like if you swing if you swing some sort of deceased animal on Bodmin Moor you will probably hit a supernaturally significant location. It's one of those <laughs> sorts of places. Ex- extra um, so, I guess. She'll probably, she'll probably, as you say, she'll give you the location. It's something that you know is significant to the local um, witch community. And she'll probably sign off with some sort of 
sassy line. We're not really sure if it's sassy or if it's real about make sure you don't spill the pup's blood on on the toadstone stone. That might complicate it. This like this could have been a voicemail. <laughs> oh boy! Why do people type? It's like first of that, obviously, and then uh, then it's like she's old enough that she should use her voice. That's just civilized. But you know. But yes, also. But it is all spelt out correctly, so she doesn't use you. She spells Y O U, and it is properly punctuated. Well, fair enough. And capitalized. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, we, capitalized. Yeah. so um, yeah, I guess we're there. I definitely have all sorts of weapons. Yeah, the, like the whole family, the whole. Well, minus is there, our yeah. fucking alpha. Yeah, I think so. It's not just going to be you guys. So I think everybody's going to be there. Seth's going to be there. There's probably a couple of our hangers-on, maybe, that we haven't really met who are sort of peripheral to the pack but maybe get called in on special occasions. We, we probably have, like, a couple of people who were stayed at the farm while we were gone, especially considering the fact that we've got the environmentalists on one side mm-hmm. and the fracking company on the other side. We can't really leave things untended too much. You may have even had another text message over the course of this entire thing saying grumble 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 some environmentalists have chained themselves to the big tractor again grumble <laughs> grumble grumble think they're being helpful oh my goodness this is ridiculous grumble 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 i'm off to get the really big bolt cutters <laughs> something like that right but i'm going to say you've come to a hollow so there's kind of a a slight dip in the ground there's a few birch trees surrounding it and there is a large stone with a hole through the middle which you could pass a person through if you really wanted to and there's almost certainly some sort of local legend about that you know like if you if you climb through the hole in the toadstone on the third night after a dark moon, then you'll see the face of the one you love that you're destined to marry in a, the next smooth pond you come across, something. Extremely specific. <laughs> Folkloric. The more specific um, it is, the more likely it is to be fake. <laughs> That's just science. Precisely so. Well, anybody, anybody can do a vague thing, can't they? And I think that because it's still daylight, because it's high summer and timescales that we're working on it is quite daylight i think that a mist is is uh, a fog is uh, is coming in yeah so you park up you get down into the hollow and almost instantly the hollow fills up with an eerie fog and it's ringed by these silver birch trees kind of standing looking white and ghostly like sentinels around the corner around the kind of the edge of the tops but you get the sense that even those places technically outside pack territory that it feels like it's an extension of your territory whether the witch has done something to assist you you assume that janet has um and that she'll be calling in that debt to be cleared off um but this kind of this feels like a place that you could make a final stand and then you hear a noise and it's a coughing stumbling noise is it coughing? No, that's not quite right. Barking, maybe? Hmm, maybe a barking noise. An unconscious body is rolled down the side of the hill. Who is it? You're going to go and have a closer look? Let's step forward a little bit to see who it is. Oh, you would recognise that fair hair anywhere. That's Pete. He's still alive, you can tell that much. 
caution to the wind, I'm immediately running over to him. He's alive. He's been beaten up. He'll probably survive. But but somebody has very, very calculatedly and deliberately used him to send you a message. Somebody's going to bleed for this. Somebody probably picked up his scent, uh, your scent on him or his scent on you or something like that. Show yourselves! At the moment, you are rudderless and alphaless. Are you going to do anything about that? Or are you just going to hope that it all comes out in the wash? Is anybody going to challenge for the alphadom? You don't have to. I'm just saying that is a piece of housekeeping you might want to do before I press the big red button. I feel like this is a moment where I'm just going to have to take control. So it seems like... It doesn't feel like I'm... Ch- I'm not challenging an alpha for an alpha. I'm just stepping. So you still make the challenge an alpha move for an alpha move. Um, so what that move does is that taking control of the pack, whether you're taking over from an alpha or if there is no alpha and you want to take control of the pack temporarily or permanently, then you use that move. And if you get a 10+, plus, you take the alpha playbook. This, this is fantastic because it's guts and I have a guts of minus one. That's great. Oh, that's geez. why I'm not the alpha. That might be why you're not the alpha. You don't have to make the yeah. move. I don't want to be the evil, tempting GM. Oh, but is this a thing where other people can help? Because there's a spending pack pull to do that. I will say that in this situation, they can because you have okay. no alpha. If you were challenging an alpha, an existing alpha, then I think you wouldn't. But I think yeah. that in this situation, you can. Yeah, I wouldn't sure if like somebody else essentially backing your play for that challenge would count. Yeah, I think so. Roll, roll first and see if you need it. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Cool. Yeah, because that's a five. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if that we can help you enough. People to help, but yeah, no. I don't can I don't know if no one person can help. can help up to three points. So when you give an assist, it's between one and three pack pool. Can we say that, that Jax is, is there on the ground, she's holding Pete, she shouted up into the mist for them to show her show themselves, but then she looks back to the pack and specifically meets old dog's eyes, kind of with a do-something demand in her gaze. A uh, plea for leadership and direction. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'll let that go. That sounds cool. You can take. No, I, I dig it because it also means not permanently the new leader. That's fantastic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, you like... want to give an assist of plus one or plus two? Well, I mean, he needs a plus two, but I also, I also want, I also want the cub to step in here. Oh. So I'm envisioning like that that moment of the their gazes meeting, and then maybe old dog like turning around to the pack to kind of take control, and I just want to, like, step up behind him on his right flank, right? Like, so I'm just standing at his back, like, also supporting him clearly and physically, because I think that I'm kind of scary, apparently. I will let you have your plus two that you need to turn this from a bad miss into a weak hit. So I'm just going to read out... Seven to nine. So you succeed, but only just, and you are in control of the pack for now. That could change at any moment, though. Don't take the alpha skin just yet, because you'll need to make another move, may challenge move at 10 plus to gain permanent control. 
Um, but you do take another minus one to the pack pool. So now it went from five to three to two. But the one thing I will say is that you've done two things fictionally so far, that you made a move to get the police to delay these guys, and you got help from the witch. The witch has given you this specific location, but you have had more than a decent amount of time to prepare. So if there was something you wanted to do to set up an ambush or a contingency plan or something like that, then you can have that in your back pocket. Is it okay if we just pull that yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, you can it. just pull that out of the bag when you need it. Real quick for the, I mean, partly for the purposes of the meta of the of the pack pool, is this a good moment for for Jax to spill this transgression? I don't think there is ever a bad oh. time. Yeah, because like, we see it right there. <laughs> Alpha, a temporary alpha old dog. Who is this random furless that Jax is getting so upset about? And I just, I I look like when I see like the plea of like, please take control, the look back is explain yourself. I don't think I need to use words. This, this, this one is mine. This one is mine. He means something to me. Don't take that away from me. So he walks up. You presume to have things that are yours. We'll deal with this afterward. The truck does not need to see or hear, should he regain consciousness, what's going to happen. She'll give kind of a, a curt nod and then basically pick him up and take him to the truck. What Desi's going to see in his eyes is like this sort of like super sadness out of old dog, like... The sort of sadness that could be like, man, I didn't really want to have to kill a person today. Or the sort of sadness of like, man, it's just so tragic, and like, I've seen so much tragedy in our family, and yet again, here's more tragedy. But whatever it is, it's certainly not like a hardened person who's like, yeah, we're gonna mess stuff up. It's more like, man, today just got sadder. Oh. <laughs> so there's, I think, oh helps with the spill moment. That was lovely. No, I like that a lot. You can add plus one to the pack pool for that. And Jax, I think you need to give old dog a plus one tie on you. that He has seen something vulnerable in you or about you. Yeah, this is, this is what being the representative for the pack in the human world has cost her. Oh, it's just such a tragedy. But before you have time to dwell on it any further, the barking gets louder and louder. The body that has been rolled down has been uh, stashed in the pickup truck, and you start to see the shadows of wolves on the edge of the, the lip of the basin that you're in. Seth has already changed, um, has already taken on his fur, and the only thing that is stopping him running right up the side of the basin to attack them is that he is tentatively waiting for your order now temporary alpha can we say as part of our setup that part of the the area they need to traverse to reach us is also kind of a bit unexpectedly boggy which means oh, if, gosh, yes. if they're on four four legs their chances of getting tangled up in that are going to be higher giving us the advantage I think it's. I think the main thing it's going to do is going to slow them down considerably, and it will allow you to kind of, if you know the paths in and around. If if this is your kind of pull it out of our 
pull it out of our hats at the last minute kind of contingency plan perhaps you know the safe paths in and around so you can kind of get in and attack their flanks and that sort of thing so should we say that you have a tactical advantage there i change and i expect everyone to change yep put on our fur we're gonna put on our put on our fur as Jax comes back from leaving pete in the truck she just strips and just changes in you know in the motion that's like so as cool. she's walking oh so cool i love it i love it that's excellent <laughs> is anybody giving in to the wolf at this stage or are you going to save that for later i was going to save it God, for the moment no, I I the wolf, please or actually i guess you just do it now <laughs> oh. and then things yeah oh yeah hell yeah we could always do it later i just feel like i'm new and impetuous. no yeah be impetuous i'm gonna wait until i see chance and then it'll just yeah yeah, you should you should wait. Roll to give in to the wolf. You know, I think Jax kind of has to. Yeah. Oh, There's no, probably a six. I got a seven. Plus feral, which for me is a zero. So actually, that is also a seven. Oh, you still have control of your character. That's great. You both still have control of your characters. I think in the case of the moon-touched prophecy-laden cub, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good, a good thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So on a seven to nine, you can choose one of the bennies, the benefits that is listed in that move. So you can reduce your heart and guts by a total of two across the two stats and increase your teeth and feral by a total of two, making sure no stat goes above plus three in total. You can add a plus one harm from your bite and claws. You can take plus two armor. You can put plus two in the pack pool, or you can heal an additional one harm when you return from wolf form. We we still only have four in the pack pool, and I don't think we can raise it high enough to... We have three in the pack pool. Yeah, and I don't think we can raise it high enough to get to 11. Oh, I don't think so either. Well, eight, but I don't know if we can... Well... If everybody the puts pack... them in, you get to eight. Because this is now apparently our... Eight. This place is ours. If if you guys are willing to, I'll put my two into the pack pool to get us to eight, then we can do the defense territory move. I was going back and forth on that, and between that and, like, impetuously, like, just making myself a murder machine. Give into the murder machine. We don't have to deal with, yeah. Give into the murder machine, do it. Because then, then, but that's our, if you're cool with that, Ryan, because you you can put the plus two in when you end up giving into the wolf. We'd have to actually have... Three people do it, so let's just give in a murder machine. Oh, yeah. Murder machine. Okay. Do it, go yeah. murder machine. Murder machine. Which okay. it's also makes mis- it also makes a degree of sense because the pack is still fractured. Yeah. 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 We may not be super good at working together, but I also like the idea of showing off one of those moves. No, go murder machines. Your alpha saying murder machine. Fictionally, that's the cool thing to do in this situation, I think. All right, also, murder machine. Don't you just want to embrace it, Moonchild? Moonchild. Moonchild. So I'm going to say the first wave of the Chance clan is now coming towards you. They have waves? Seth has waited for about as long as he can. Well, they're coming, to, coming towards you through the bog. So they are slowed down and you have the opportunity to start picking them off. And Seth has waited about as long as he can for you to tell him to do something. So he's just gone for it. I think I've just given him that, that bark for him to go. It's the commanders have fun. There is a moment here where they are flat-footed thanks to your tactical positioning where you can start picking them off. If the moment passes, then they'll be through the bog and they'll be on you. I think you are outnumbered at this point. Jax is not far behind Seth. They hurt Pete. They may have cost her Pete. Someone's going to bleed. 
Yeah, and I actually don't think I'm very far behind you. And like the blue tuft of fur on my head is slightly like longer and more mane like. So like as I'm wolf running, it's like pushing a little bit in the wind. I think it's practically luminous in this. Yeah. Has the quality of luminosity in this f- strange mystical fog. Yeah, like there's, there's there's a shimmer to it, like starlight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Little definitely. Little gleams just keep peeking out of it. So if you're going to start ripping some wolves to pieces, uh-huh. you need to start making some mauling rolls. Yes. I'm glad I bumped my my teeth up to th- plus three because that gets me to a seven. I get to choose one. So I will choose knock someone out. So take one of their number out of the fight. It's just going to be one of the ordinary wolves. It's not somebody going to that you particularly recognize. It might even be quite freshly turned. They might have deliberately increased their numbers on short notice for this fight, which is always a bad plan. So I think that you can sideswipe one of the wolves that looks like he's losing his footing, knock him out. But in doing so... Somebody else is going to get an attack of opportunity on you, and I'm going to have you take okay. two harm from that. But one of them is definitely out. Now, with harm, do because I took two, do I have to fill? You should have a little clock. Start filling around the clock. Because you're in wolf form, when you return from wolf form, you will automatically heal three of those segments. Is it, is it by segments? So, like, if you yeah. take two, does that fill in half of it? Start at 12, okay. fill in round to 6, and then there's four segments remaining. Then I have a thought about what I want to do. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, I was running in right behind Jack, so let me roll and see how this goes. Ugh, also a 7. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's an 8, but, you know, same difference. I want to come running up behind her and spot who I think is Jericho Chance in wolf form and basically go bounding up have that moment of wolves or like we're both getting really low to the ground and like measuring each other up and my hair is like doing the shiny thing and I, from this list here I would like to impress or intimidate something someone so I want to I want to make Jericho like back down a little bit I think you can do that I think that it's quite easy for you to identify who Jericho is you can tell that not because of the way that she looks, because of the way that the other wolves treat her. There's kind of a pattern to their movements, so you can identify who is in control and who is the alpha. I think that this pack are already very, very frightened of you. And it's been fueling their kind of rage and their anger. You know, they've, they have, it's like the dark side, they've let fear in and it's turned to hate and all of that jolly good stuff. But I think that you're your mauling move is going to kind of it's 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 almost like pouring a little bit of cold water on that it's like just cutting those emotions off and just saying you're so frightened of me that you're just going to stop and pause and so yeah i think you are going to intimidate her and she's just going to look suddenly she looks a little bit hesitant yeah and and her hesitancy is going to ripple out across the rest of the pack, giving anybody else an opportunity. Seth is already kind of like... Just wailing all... Swirling. Jumping in, biting people. Yeah. (laughs) He's a swirling ball of fur and blood, and you don't know how much of it is his and how much of it is other people's. But there is a a pause. So if somebody wants to take... Somebody who hasn't gone yet, like Ryan, wants to take 
an ace opportunity. Someone who has good dominant alpha energy. Now, now that I'm there, I'm giving it to the wolf. It's yeah, you. it's called an 11. Yeah. yeah. Cool, so I'm doing the whole reducing the heart and guts thing, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah, trying to change too. hearts and yeah. minds and trying to make heart and mind stop beating. Plus one harm for my bite and claws, because I think I'm going to need that. So this alpha has paused. That's not very alpha-like. I'm going to eat an alpha. Yeah. It is called mauling. Just like come bounding up behind. Oh yeah, no, like, I think I think like out of I yeah. Know. You know what? Literally <sighs> jumping up from behind you. Yes, like over me, and then just like err. Yes, uh, out through the fog as well. Oh, your gray. Please, so please, it's a nine, unless you want to bump <laughs> that great. to a ten. And I get two. Do you want to bump that to a ten, anybody? Um, I, oh come. I mean, I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel like this is our way out of this. So yes, and I'm standing right there. Being both very distracting and very intimidating. So I'm going to go ahead and deal the plus one harm. As as the temporary alpha, I also need to be, like, if we both are impressing or intimidating someone, I think both of those two, and I'll take the harm. I'll take the harm hardcore. So that's a plus, that's two extra yeah. harms from me. I think that what's going to happen is that with both of you bearing down and intimidating her, and I think her, her seeing the two of you together and the fact that you are standing shoulder to shoulder with the moon child in this way in in this place is going to mean that there's a bit of a rout in terms of the rest of the pack that, that her fear is so obvious and so palpable that it transmits itself across the rest of the chance clan and they can't hold together and the line breaks and many of them start running for it and I, I do you, get to, to maul her, right? You do get to maul her. You get to do her fearsome, fearsome damage. And um, what I was going to say is that she's at death's door and you have the opportunity, if you want, to give a parting line or a parting shot before you finish her off. I still will not violate our oldest tradition of not killing family. <sighs> I can't say the same for the bog. Run. She leaves, tail between her legs, limping away. The rest of her pack have abandoned her, and she is destined to be astray if she survives. And call out the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. That was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I'm totally into this game. <laughs> I like werewolves. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been my labor of love for the last two years. It shows. It shows. Really quickly, so if people want to get on your mailing list and stuff so that they know the moment that this hits Kickstarter, because I don't know exactly how the timing of dropping these episodes is going to work out versus exactly the timing of your Kickstarter starting, where can they do that? So they should go to www.blackarmada.com. They can sign up to our mailing list there, which I'm sure everyone will be really pleased to know is GDPR compliant <laughs> yeah. for those of you in the EU. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be putting some mail shots out on there as soon as the Kickstarter drops. That is amazing. And also, where can people find you on the internet if they just want to follow you and hear about things that you're doing and cool stuff? So Twitter is probably the best place to be, to follow me. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll quickly come to realise that every Monday is my writing day. So you'll hear me on Monday going, oh no, another round of edits. 
give, please give me strength. Um, but I do post other stuff sometimes as well. So that's at Becky Anison on Twitter. Awesome. And thank you so much for coming on and running this. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and where can people find you on the Twitter? You can find me on the Twitter at Orikes13, O-R-I-K-E-S-13. Awesome. And Ryan? At Ryan Macklin and the rare occasions where I tweet these days. It's true. You don't really Twitter very no, much anymore. No, not, not as much as I used to. Well, that may change. Yeah. That might not. I can't tell the future. I'm not a witch. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Because <laughs> it's not my playbook. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, thank you guys so very, very much for coming and playing today. And thank you for staying up late, Becky. <laughs> um, it has been a joy. Thank you so much, everybody. I really appreciate it. We hope you liked episode 101 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can check us out at sasgeek.com or you can talk to us on the Twitters at sasgeekpodcast. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash sasgeek. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby from Adamantium Hearts by Kieran Strange. Find music, tour dates, and merchandise online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. If you like She's a Super Geek, you will love Bonus Experience, also on the Misdirected Mark Network. Ray and Monica are two old friends exploring gameplay and design through the lens of diversity, while also sharing some of the dumbest humor gaming has to offer. Dumb humor? I'm totally there. We hope you enjoyed Bite Me. Join us in two weeks for our next adventure. I already sent her a text message like, I'm so sorry. Like, so many things just broke about trying to record this. But like, <laughs> I know this is a quick turnaround one. And I'm apologizing now. <laughs> but I feel like I should say sorry too. Oh, no. You're so totally, it's not your fault. <laughs> I blame Ryan. Uh, you know, I apologize. I blame Ryan because he apologizes for, for nothing. I'm like the meatloaf of apologizing. <laughs> I will apologize for anything, I know. but I won't apologize I for that. <laughs>